Hello, and welcome to another episode of Drink a Beer and Talking Shit. I'm Josh. I'm Gibby. And I'm your number one DJ, Tim. <laughs> wicka, 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 wee! <laughs> <laughs> Spin that record. <laughs> Spin master. Spin it. Yeah. I think I do that since it's our kind of our, it's a music thing. It is a music <laughs> topic today. It is a music topic today. Yes. Yes. Because we got to appease Gibby and do fucking uh, music. Appease me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Especially because we had to go like a hundred years back and like, Jesus Christ. Well, nobody way, listens to that shit anymore. That way we can do 60s, 70s, and 80s into mm -hmm. the 90s. And then who gives a shit after that? <laughs> What's your favorite album of this 2010? None of them. <laughs> well, when we get 2000, all the milkshakes bring the boys to the yard. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot that one. Yeah. We'll have to do the worst albums when we get the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that might easier. be a little easier. That'd be yeah. really easy. That'd be pretty easy for me. Cardi B. All of them. Cardi B. Every single one. Have you, have you ever want to get a hold of us? Because that's the end of the podcast. Because we're just like, it's all of them. I still say that would be kind of funny one time. Just oh, yeah, make yeah. a really short fucking podcast. Like, it literally, like, five minutes, if that. You know, just basically, like, this is our topic. What do you think? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Yep, there you go. If you hate it, too, get a hold of us. Catch you next time. Bye. Love you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're done. Welcome to our Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, guys like keeps Christmas. on giving. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't celebrate Christmas at all. You don't celebrate it no, I, at I all. I haven't put a tree up in. Oh God, Ethan is twenty-one. Uh, I haven't put a tree up in like seventeen years. Holy shit! So, uh, you fucking Grinch. I don't. I don't buy gifts. When I was working, everybody got money. Now I don't work. They don't even come over, so. Because <laughs> they know they're not getting money. Right. I don't think I put a tree up in the last four years. There's no sense in it. I mean, it's, that is only for children. Adults don't give a fuck. Well, women. Some women I know. I was going to say, I, I'm not going to get away of not doing it. Yeah, well, you got that kind of wife. Yeah, she loves Christmas. Yeah. And loves it. Yeah. And, that, and she what, puts it up for you. Yeah. She does. She does do yeah. all the decorating. Yeah. Her and the kids. She'll yeah. probably still try to con the kids to come and help her because. And that's, that's the thing, you know, with your wife, like, she's always happy. She loves Christmas. That's why I, I don't trust her at all. <laughs> but she's too happy. And she's, she's too happy. And she's too into holidays. Like, what the fuck? There's this is the third episode in a row you got to not let her listen to because <laughs> he's dished her. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sure she'll be mad. <laughs> There's something devious she going on. She because I'm going to tell her what she gets home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Gibby don't trust you because you're way too happy. Way too happy. Happy <laughs> people make me nervous. <laughs> Thank God she can't get to me. I'll be away for 10 days. Come get me. <laughs> <laughs> Break me out, bitch. <laughs> she knows when you get out and where you'll be at. So <laughs> your history. <laughs> we lay in there in the middle of the night and it'd be like, is somebody trying to break in? <laughs> Just somebody throwing rocks at the window that's not happy with me right now. <laughs> I'll make sure she to tell her to wear nose plugs because she's gonna be stinky when oh, he I'm gets out. Oh, I'm gonna be stinky as hell. Yeah, be stinky. Which you will already be out of jail by the time this podcast comes out. But you know, still like. Well, I'll be smelling better by the time this podcast is out. God, I would hope so. Yes. That's, that's the first thing when I get out. I'm showering. Yeah. And then? Then a uh, game of Indian wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I could tell who would come first. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know. <laughs> it's like that commercial. One, two, oh, three. It was three. It was three. <laughs> it licks to the center of the, your lollipop. Or the one, a two. God, I hope she doesn't bite it, though. God, ew. Hasn't yet. Oh, that's good. That's good. I've had that happen to me before. It's not pleasant. <laughs> yeah. I don't like I don't like pain like that. <laughs> no biting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, oh shit! There's HR again, yeah. flashing the light. Like T M I. 
Can you ease up on the grip, baby? Ease up on the grip. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, no, don't stop. Just never mind. Stop. <laughs> I want cum shoe now. They're not blood. <laughs> Out your, and, and no Cheeto dust. At your pee hole. <laughs> My urethra. Ah, finally, a little science in this motherfucker. All the red lights are going off. HR's got them all flashing. <laughs> Every single one of them is flashing. Yeah. <laughs> Off the air again, we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good thing they don't come in here and tackle us. No, nope, nope. <laughs> God, wouldn't that suck? Yeah. Well, I just, I'd have to. I'd be like, what you gonna do, brother? When the, <laughs> when the Hulkamaniacs run wild on you. <laughs> I'm so glad I did that. <laughs> well, I was Hulk Hogan. You were Macho. I know. Man. You were snapping into a Slim Jim. And I then was. Tim was over here just going, because he was Andre the Giant. <laughs> That's our best. I'm telling you, I put my big Ooh. hands around you. Whatever. I don't even know. I'm not even close. Because <laughs> he had a different voice. He had a very different voice. Yeah, he did. I can't do him. I can do Macho Man, do some Hogan. Is there anybody else out there that really had a like, kind of a different from voice? wrestling? Yeah. I'm I was, sure. Remember, I was trying to be uh, uh, the warrior. Oh, oh yeah, yeah the warrior. He had a little bit of a yeah, voice too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just really couldn't see it when I was trying to do it. Yeah, trying to shake the table. Yeah, shake, shake the table. Shake the room. All my little ultimate warriors. You yeah. just got to get like a Very raspy, deep voice to quiet. it. Quiet. Yeah, he was and like you, the you nail quiet, spoken kind of yeah. real, like, yeah. 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 He was on some crack. Uh. <laughs> he was on some crack. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah. What? Oh, I mean, because yeah. he was like all over the place and shaking the ropes and, come on. <laughs> I'm sure he was doing some crack. <laughs> He did like a, a triple shot of espresso. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. It's uh-huh. Espresso. Uh-huh. <sighs> I didn't say he drank it. Snorting and brought espresso. Wow. That would. That, yeah, that's, that's. We need to do that on air. <laughs> <laughs> I should buy a boat. <laughs> I should buy a boat. I don't know why you don't reference. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you know it, right? Movie no, reference. I'm thinking. I should buy a boat. Corky Romano. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not a great movie, but that, that whole part was fucking that, hilarious. That when he gets into the Coke with the dog and <laughs> he's like, I should buy a boat. <laughs> Not a bad movie. Was, One of the better Saturday Night Live movies. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's should, we should do a podcast on that. We could. What are the favorite Saturday spin night off, live? Yeah, Saturday spinoff night. movies. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, it's not too bad. We're not yeah. supposed to be spitballing on the on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we are recording. Yes. Uh, now, now I got the recording guy looking at me like, "What are you doing?" Well, <laughs> tell him to quit flipping the light back and forth. They can't control us like that. Yeah, if, I know. If we don't like what you're saying. Now we do. Now we don't. Yeah. Now, <laughs> keep the light on. Are we recording or not? Yeah. That red light. I got on. a whole bag of shh for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> don't, don't shush me. <laughs> oh, shit. Everything just went dark. Yeah. The fuck? Oh, fuck shit. it, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I can't work like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, what were we going to talk about today? Oh, that's right. It's a music episode. We're going to talk about... What was it? The must-have. Must-have albums of the 60s. Yes, must-have. So if you grew up in the 60s, these are the rock band. If you grew up in the 60s, these are the rock albums you should have had. Or even later on. Yeah. He's probably, you know, into the 70s, whatever. If you're like me and you're like, you were born like a lot later, you don't really (laughs) care. (laughs) But if I was time-traveling, (laughs) <laughs> These are the albums I should have had when I was a kid. Because even if, like, because even with all three of us, I would feel like, I know you guys like some of the 60s music, but I just feel like you really don't start discovering music on your own until, like, 
maybe a little bit preteen, like yeah. 10 to 12, you know, somewhere around in there. I think that's when you really start to identify with music, in my opinion. No, I think you're right. Yeah. And that's why, even with me, I was born in 77. So obviously 70s music, just not saying I hate it or anything like that, but I, was, I don't really identify. And I don't even really identify with 80s music because I was still very young. Right. I'm more, that's why I identify more with, honestly, 90s. I'm kind of late 80s, 90s, because that's when I started, you know, I became a teenager, you know, da, da, da. Started cutting those stripes on the side of your head. Yeah. There we go. I never had stripes on the side of my head. I but anyways. Like that it bothers you. Because <laughs> I'm like, I never had fucking stripes on the side of my head. I know, every time I say head. you, you got to qualify. You're like, God damn it, stop. <laughs> yeah, HR. <laughs> anyways, go ahead and continue, Vanilla Ice. We're, we're waiting. <laughs> Ice, ice, ice baby. baby, come dun, 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 on, come on, dun. ice, ice baby, stop, <laughs> elaborate and listen. <laughs> so, anyways, that's why I was kind of surprised that we, you brought this up because it's like even with you guys, yeah, because you guys were both born in the '60s, but I thought well, you I guys would have. I was born in what. 1970. Oh, that's, well, yeah, 19, yeah. I'm sorry. 19, you were born but in the 60s. You were born in the 1970. I, I that's brought, why I was surprised you brought this up because I'm like, well, you guys probably identify more with 80s. The music, I would think. The music that I love is that era, like the mm-hmm. late 60s, early 70s is where I really, and I think that music set up the rest for everybody to build on. So, you know, there's some. So can I ask, how did you, did you discover it on your own or was it something that like your parents liked or no. a certain person like you, you see what I'm saying? Well, like, uh, obviously just like you, like in my teens. So like in my teens, I, I would, uh, my, I had cassettes at the time would have consisted of like, what's a cassette? John, <laughs> John Mellencamp and, and Def Leppard and uh, Motley Crue, shit like that. And then as I, started to get older you know you, you can only listen to that stuff so long then you start branching off into other stuff and that's when i started listening to the weirder shit mm-hmm. and just really found shit i enjoyed that's when i did my, my collection of uh led zeppelin and all that stuff so okay okay it wasn't, yeah that's i yeah i'm just asking because yeah because yeah, sometimes it's just kind of weird like because tim just said he identifies more with 80 mm-hmm. stuff it's not that you yeah. don't like the older stuff and yeah. i'm not saying that either mm-hmm. that i don't like older stuff but I just uh, identify more right, with yeah. like nine. I would say '90s music is right. Well, my sense. music, in a way, mm-hmm. like kind of sort of. But I do see what you're saying because then sometimes as you start to find something, then you go back. Because I like the big thing with Metallica. Uh, Probably the first album I actually really listened to of Metallica was the Black album. Right. Liked it. Well, now I'm going to go back and listen to their older stuff, sure. which was a lot more in the '80s, and I actually thought that was a lot better. Black, I still really like the Black Album. Black but, Album's great. Yeah. But I still think even Black Album. Kill It All's better than the Black Album. Ride the Lightning's better yes, than the Black Album. Yes, all that before Black I wouldn't say Black Album would start their their uh, downhill for me. It was more their next one, Load. Yeah. There's still some stuff off of Load that I like. Yeah. But they, each album after that, it gets less and less. And, le- and like then I don't like Saint Anger at all. I don't. No, oh, no, I think that's their worst there. selling album to this day. Is their worst selling album? Yeah. So, so I own it just because I wanted the complete catalog. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And sometimes that kind of sucks when you do that because you're like, yeah, I'm doing this just because, like you said, to have the complete catalog. But you're like, I'm never gonna listen to this shit. Right. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. Um, the must have sixty rock albums. Uh, Gibby, go ahead and start. Well, Give out a couple. What What do you think should have been well, your must-haves? And I, I'm going to tell you, you should listen to. I'm going to tell you that I'm I'm probably going to be different on this than you guys because obviously I could be like you should have the first Zeppelin, you should have the first Sabbath, and those are all true. I went into it looking at albums that were very unique for their time frame. Mm-hmm. So like I've got you, I in my opinion you should have Captain Beefheart and his Magic Band, Safe as Milk. Okay. So it's like it's kind of blues rock, but it's kind of got elements of punk in it. And it's also got Motown. Hmm. It's like all over the place. It's uh, slightly psychedelic. Um, they got sounds like Zigzag Wanderer, uh, I'm Glad, Electricity, Dropout Boogie. 
like Dropout Boogie is a good one. If you want to, if you want to hear a song that that doesn't fit, it come out in '67. Like it's kind of, it's just weird to describe. You'd have to listen to it, but it's worth listening to for sure. But yeah. it's different. Okay. And it, it, they were a lot of the bigger bands really loved this band, so you know. Okay. All usually right. musicians gravitate towards other musicians that are doing unique shit. Okay. So, like, you know, the Beatles knew who Captain Beefheart was, all this stuff. You just, okay. that kind of thing. Yeah. So that, well, that, I'm kind of glad you did that because I think I fell into that too much where, like we've talked before, even on this podcast, I think I went a little bit too much chalk, you know, because I felt like, oh, well, 60s, you should have a Led Zeppelin or you should have yeah, this right. or you have that. And that's why, you know, I guess I'm glad now that we're doing this episode because you, you would be the one to be like, well, yeah, you should, but here are some ones that are out there right. you need to give a listen to. and Well, absolutely. And that's maybe the, understand more of what the 60s rock was all about. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, the, the different things that were out there that you could grab, you know, gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if I wanted to do a traditional one, uh, you, should ha- you should own Aftermath by the Rolling Stones. Okay. So Aftermath came out in 66. Aftermath would be the first album that the Stones put out that was completely written by uh, the Keith Richards, Mick Jagger. Okay. The albums that came before that had some of their songs, but a lot of covers. So Aftermath is, is the absolute first Rolling Stones album from front to back. Nothing right. else on it. Okay. Uh, That's and, why it made my list. Yeah, and it, it's a great yeah. album. It, it's got one of my favorite songs on it, Paint It Black. Okay. I love that song. Uh, Get Off My Clouds on that. Under My Thumb, another big one for me. Kind of a poppy tune, but kind of it's got a good beat but uh it's in this day and age i don't think it's the kind of song that especially women would hate because it talks about having a girl under your thumb you know so Mm -hmm. but yeah there's two mother's little helper stupid girl (laughs) going home it's a great (laughs) album yeah i mean it's an absolute great album yeah well, I think that's, like I said, I just, I didn't write down, I wrote down a few specific albums, but I just wrote down, like, the big artists. I just felt like, oh, you probably should have had these. And the one thing that I, not to skip over you, Tim, yeah. but the one thing, like, like with Beatles, when I was looking up, like, because I looked it up, like, lists, but, sure. you know, more popular albums, whatever, I was actually really surprised with the, the Beatles album that was the highest I think it was the CF, yeah, Revolver Higher. Yeah, they actually yeah. had that album higher than any other Beatles album. That's my favorite Beatles album. Is yeah, Revolver. it was like yeah. I, I just figured it would have been like the um, oh shit, what's the name where they're walking across the street? Abbey Road. Yeah, Abbey Road. I really thought or it the, may be because of the cover, but that would have been what? no. Revolver Higher was like one of the highest the, on any list I looked at. Revol- Revolver's the turning point for the Beatles because right before that you, you have Rubber Soul. And it's got stuff like Norwegian Wood and that on it. But Revolver's got Eleanor Rigby. That's where they really start to do their... That's where they would start a little bit different. They're starting to get more psychedelic, more experimental. Uh, Got to get you in my groove. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a great album front to back. I'm Only Sleeping, Eleanor Rigby, Taxman. I mean, it's just on and on. That's the most played Beatles album in my collection. Okay. Followed shortly by Get Back. Okay. So, but yeah, it's, it's a great album. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just kind of surprised. Like, yeah. Yeah. You hear more about Abbey Road, I think. And it's talked about. And it more. might be because of the cover. Yeah. Somewhat. Sergeant Peppers. That's an iconic cover. Yep. But uh, yeah, it's Revolver all night and day for me. Hmm. So. Okay. Sorry about that, Timmy. Go ahead. All right. Throw a couple out there. I'm going to go with, start with Stan by Sly and Family Stone. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Want, I, want, I want you higher, sing a simple song, Everyday People. It was in, from 1969, yeah. late 60s. but Not enough top people talk about Sly and the yeah. Family Stone. And, and, you know, you want to talk psychedelic. They were, yes. you know, they were that group. And then if you want to keep with that whole psychedelic kind of thing, then you go with uh, Cream with... Uh, uh, Dis- Disraeli Gears? Disraeli Gears, yeah. Great album. 
Strange Brew, yeah. Sunshine of Your Love. Tales of Strange Ulysses is on that, I believe. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a great album. Yeah, and that's that's not the one I play the most, but I play it quite a bit. Um, one I wrote down, uh, I saw really high up on the list, uh, a group called The Band, mm-hmm. and the record was called The Band. The Band, yeah. Um, I wrote that down because it was pretty hard on the list. Because like I said, I'm not real big into 60s. I admit it. I don't – it's not that I hate a lot of the 60s music, but I think there's just a part of me I don't get too much into it because I think some of it is very long. A lot of the songs are very long from the 60s, I feel like. Well, yeah. And some of the psychedelic stuff because, like, Bob Dylan, I, I, I don't get it, I guess. I just – I'm not – but I feel like if you were going to be, like, 60 rock albums, you probably should have – at least one Bob Dylan. You, you probably album. should have at least one Dylan album. Yeah, you know, yeah. But I don't really. And it probably Bob should Dylan. be the freewheeling Bob Dylan. Yeah, I so. do remember seeing that. That was pretty yeah. high on yeah, the list or whatever. And so, you know, you, this was kind of hard for me. I still wrote down, and like I said, I went more chalk because I feel like if you're gonna do sixties, you should have Jimi Hendrix or sure. a Led Zeppelin or even yeah. the Who, the Rolling yeah. Stones, yeah. the Doors. I and I felt like the Doors is Riders on the Storm. You know, that was pretty high up there. Yeah. Um, so I went a little bit more chalk, I guess, like we've said before. And who just fucking... Did you fart? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't got a whiff of wow, it Wow, you don't want a whiff of that. <laughs> well, oh, my no, I'm, God. I'm staying on my side of the cubicle. Oh. <laughs> God, I really wish this was on <laughs> video or something. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Well, he's getting red in the face, Tim. That must have yeah, been a good one. I think wow. it started to yeah, turn it was my silent, stomach. too. I, I think I, I tasted it a little bit. That was raunchy. Well, oh, what, is, that, is that ketchup and onion? Uh, now I taste it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it should be something barbecue. <laughs> I, had a of, I had a lot of barbecue yesterday. <laughs> uh, barbecue spare ribs <laughs> with a little bit of a tainy sauce. Yeah, and, and you know what? And now the, the tuxedos are just stupid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are welcome, listening land. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Gibby. Throw a couple more out there. All right. So, as I lay over here dying. <laughs> yeah, with I, that in. I think Jesus. that you should have the 13th floor elevators, the psychedelic sounds of the 13th floor elevators. Came out in '66. Okay. It's uh, they're basically they're all Texan musicians. Okay. And it's again all these albums that I'm throwing out are going to be a blues based kind of thing. Okay. But they that were was kind of a big thing back then. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean that's yeah, rock evolved from the blues. Yeah. And, but you know these guys had a lot. The bad thing about this album, and I'll be the first to admit it, there's a uh, there's a weird sound effect that goes through every track. Like running water, like okay, and they use it on every track, and that gets to be a bit much. But the songs are fucking interesting, you know. Uh, the kingdom of heaven is within you, roller coaster. You know, you're gonna miss me. Great, great songs, mm-hmm. and and performed really well. So that that should be on there. Then I think uh, for a minute, Stevie Ray Vaughan was a part of that band for a second or considered to be in it for a minute. So that's kind of the heritage of that band. Mm-hmm. Now to go more traditional, you know, like you were saying, but I, I still think it's a very important album to have is you should have the Piper at the gates of dawn by Pink Floyd. Oh, okay. You know, because that, that probably is the strongest psychedelic album that, that was ever made. I hope you <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's an interesting album, so I think most people should give it a listen. Yeah. So that, that, there's two. Sure. Okay. There's two. Yeah. <laughs> Since he, I, I you know, he I really, should have known. I should have know. known he was gonna have a Pink Floyd in there. I should have known. But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody's allowed to have their own taste and whatever. 
Go ahead, Tim. You brought up The Doors earlier. I like the album The Doors from 67. Yeah. Okay. Break On Through the Other Side, mm-hmm. Light My Fire, and Backdoor Man. They're <laughs> really good songs. They're, they're amazing songs. that was just songs. one of my, those, that's the better album I thought The Doors were. Yeah. And I'm going to bring a mainstream up, too. I'm going to bring up Led Zeppelin, too. Mm-hmm. Mainly because he was inspired by the book uh, from the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> um, that some things never change, I guess. Yeah. What comes around goes around, and he's yeah. inspired by that, and then years later it's the biggest fucking, one of the biggest movie franchises yes. ever yes. made. So mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Because I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan anyway, but right. I just thought that was really... <laughs> really interesting. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. I might have heard it at one point, just forgot, but I don't think I knew that. That that, that specific album was based off of the books then? Inspired. Inspired. I'm yes. sorry, not based. I didn't yes. mean to say based, but yeah. inspired. Yeah. Yes. He huh. read the book and inspired and made made the album. Oh, well, that's really cool. Because I actually had that one written down, Led Zeppelin yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had... Uh, Oh, excuse me. Uh, Electric Ladyland by Hendrix. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a must-have. I can't remember what songs were off of that album, but like I said, I would. I was just looking at the list and be like, "Oh, it's high up there." Yeah. People voted on, and I whatever. figure it should be on there just for the the album cover itself. Anyway. Oh yeah, it was a pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I brought that in as one of my favorite album covers. Mm. You know, and it was almost banned. It was so. Well, it's just a bunch of naked women. Yeah. So, you know. but That's always a good thing. For, that, for that time frame, that was so yeah. taboo. Oh, I know. Yeah. Which is so weird because it's just... The freewheeling 60s, you'd think, yeah. like... But, yeah, that that's one thing to be in a field somewhere with, your you know, your tits hanging out. It's another thing to have to go to your hometown to a store where this album's set and, mm-hmm. and you flip it over and there's nothing but tits. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Um, save everybody from that kind of raunchy shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I, I wrote down the the Who, uh, Bubba O'Reilly. Bubba O'Reilly, yeah. Yeah, I wrote that down um, as a must-have. Um, again, it's like a, it's, I said, a gr- it's a great song. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, with the Who, I yeah, most of these I don't really mind. I think, really, honestly, the only one that I would, except for Pink Floyd, everybody knows I don't like Pink Floyd. <laughs> the only other one I would definitely probably not listen to much, he might have one song out there, is Bob Dylan. Yeah. I, I But I still feel like you probably should at least listen well, you, or have one Bob Dylan album from the 60s. He I, was just very... Nasally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you're going to listen to one, you probably should listen to uh, Government Blues by him. Okay. And it's not too bad. Yeah. I'm just not a very. Like I'm the, actually not a very big Rolling Stones fan. I like Highway 61 revisited. Oh, that's that's. I love the album. I, yeah. I don't have it. I know it. Um, I've got like a Rolling Stone, Tombstone Blues, Ballad of a Thin Man, <laughs> Desolation Row. Yeah, it's it's a great album. The only one I've got in my collection right now from Dylan would be uh, Nashville Skyline. I don't really remember why I got that. I probably haven't played it in 20 years or something, but <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Isn't it really weird with, like, the Beatles, though? Like, because they kind of started out in the late 50s, right? Yeah, I mean, they didn't put any albums out in that time frame. Okay, so they um, were, like, early 60s then? Yeah, I think their first album's probably 63. Okay. So. And just how they changed so quickly, because they... I mean, probably the first couple of albums they were they were kind of poppy. Oh yeah, I mean for that time. But then they Hard Day's Night, Help. Those are all pop songs, more or less. Yeah. You know, there's an argument that they're the original boy band in that time frame. You could consider them that because. Yeah, we talked about that before. Yeah, I mean, they're not manufactured like boy bands were, but they were a poppy group and they had a very signature look for a while, and that's why. I think that's why I like Revolver, because that's when they started to break out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, they were hanging out with gurus and shit and fucking meditating and probably smoking some stuff and uh, <laughs> started to expand their mind and their yeah. music. And Well, and, that, and that's why 
sometimes with like like a group with like that so and maybe i hate to use this word for them but so were they a sellout in the beginning or were they sell out later you understand what i'm saying because yeah how they change so much i'm like so did you just do this poppy shit what? just to break in i think and then you're like okay well now that we've broken in now I don't okay know now they, we can do our shit that we really want to do. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that they did. a hard word to use. On I don't that, know that you, they did poppy shit to break in. I think that's all that existed when they broke, because they were doing covers too for the for a long time. <laughs> you know? Seriously, dude, like, <laughs> oh man, it must be stopping right there with you. You're not getting any I of this. I ain't getting any of it. Jesus fucking Christ. Not getting any of it either. It's supposed to be going his way and staying there. <laughs> I hope it don't. Curl up by the fucking heater all, and blow us up. All I know is, all the times he's shit on me, it just, it's probably good that you pay him back. No. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. my wife. No. My yeah, wife, your wife Yes, yes. I owe her a lot. No, but I owe you too. <laughs> I have no idea what you're, you're talking about. Today. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> It's like Ooh. breaking my concentration. I'm like, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> anyway, I was thinking see, about. See, see. <laughs> do you, do you think the Beatles sold? Now, hello, Cool J. What? <laughs> How about another uh, movie reference? You ready? Yeah. Who did this? <laughs> I'm on vacation. <laughs> I invented the first podcast breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, Gibby, go ahead. Give, what were you talking about? <laughs> oh, no, I, I think as they just broke into business the way they broke in. And that's you're probably true because even in the early 60s, I think it was still feeding off how the 50s were. Sure. Because I think even like, because like, okay, they say Elvis is the king of rock or whatever, but I'm like, eh, but almost all of rock in the 50s was almost kind of poppy. Well, yeah, a little bit bluesy, but I think also kind of poppy. A lot of the rock in the 50s. So I'm like, I don't even know if I could. It was the start of rock because it did change a little well, bit. Yeah, because if you think of what was on the radio before Elvis was on the radio, it would have been mostly country. Mm -hmm. And there would have been like these uh, weird stuff that it wouldn't be. You probably wouldn't even consider music. You yeah. know, just really odd. Oh, yeah. Very ballroom-ish. Yeah. You know. I think up until that point, like you said, it's country and uh, gospel. Probably. Yeah, shit like that. Yeah. Shit like that. So when Elvis, it was different and they called it rock. Sure. But to, I think to look back on it now, how music has evolved, I'm like, eh, is it really rock? Is it more Well, the it is because it's, it's the start of it. It's pop, it is. It's poppy to us now, but... Yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah and It was rock to start off with. If but. you were a teenager in the late 50s and the radio was playing the stuff that, that we just discussed and all of a sudden you're, you're listening to Heartbreak Hotel, that's raunchy and fucking... That's rock. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's like, holy shit. That, and so much that parents hated Elvis because he was corrupting the youth. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so that that is why it's rock. It was yeah. the beginning of all that. Being such good looking and then doing this little shake. This shake. Got all the women's going wild. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was. His parents got, oh, geez. He went on Ed Sullivan and they shot him from the waist up. Mm -hmm. Because to avoid all, you know, that's yeah. censorship. Yeah. yeah. And the Beatles, they just, they didn't do anything to shake it, but they just played off their looks. Yeah. They had a little bit of a different look and they would always dress kind of snazzy. Right. In the well, suits and the Beatles. The only thing in their early career that they did different is, so people in that '60s time frame were were doing songs about love and shit like that. They were the first group that wrote a love song that was from a third person's point of view. She loves you. Mm -hmm. She don't love me. She's not saying she she loves you. I'm telling you that. Mm. First time it ever happened. Yeah. So, you know. It, it puts songwriting in a different headspace for people, and it's unique. And that's what got the Beatles where they were, and then obviously yeah. they became huge. Yeah, yeah. Just, very huge, yeah. 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 And, and I think that's with my thing, like, um, you, you open up the doorway because, like, you guys know that I think Nirvana. Nirvana's good. I don't, it's not that I hate them, but I think they're kind of overrated. 
because people give him that whole thing. They opened up a door. Sure. Which is great. And I give them credit for that. But sometimes then bands come and they build off of that and they're a lot better. There's that's be- why I'm just like. There's better grunge bands than Nirvana. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And that's why I'm just like, everybody was to be like, oh, Nirvana, because they were the first. I'm like, I don't care if they were the first. That doesn't mean they were the best. Right. I think there's a lot of, like, I, like you just said, a lot of grunge bands that are better. They just took what they did and made it better. Yeah. I, if he would have killed himself, what do you think would have happened? Well, yeah. Everybody else would have surpassed them, and then they'd just been the band that started it, then that would be it. It's a, it's a very I good possibility that he eventually he'd have put an album out, they'd have put an album out that didn't perform well. Yeah. You figure, oh, well, you know. What, I think almost every band eventually gets to yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, a every, bad album. Everybody's got a window. If you look at a band like, uh, well, let's say you want to go grunge, let's say Alice in Chains. Okay. So you got... I don't know, four killer albums back to back. And then it's closing up. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, Lane Staley dies. So that's the end of what you can say for them, for that band. Yeah. Of course, they went on after with a different singer, but that's a whole different thing. But yeah, the first four albums are brilliant. Yeah. And I think it's Grind might be the fifth. And I think you're right. Yeah. It's, it's good, but it's starting to, yeah, you know. Well, and I think I wonder too. I, I mean, I know we're kind of getting off kind of subject, but not. But I think that's why sometimes maybe that's why bands change it up. So I like to think maybe if he hadn't killed himself or Courtney killed him, um, <laughs> would they, <laughs> whatever, whatever, uh, whatever you want to believe. Um, uh, <laughs> Love you, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, whatever. She fucking <laughs> shot that motherfucker. But anyways. <laughs> but anyways, I think that's why sometimes bands change and they do something a little bit different. And that's why sometimes it's like, it's a hard word to use when you use sell out because it's like, well, maybe they just changed because like you said, I mean, you, you do so many albums and you're, you're grunge, 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 grunge. Yeah. Eventually it's going to, it's almost going to repeat itself in my opinion. It has to. What? It's going to repeat itself because if you don't change it up a little bit, and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. For very few I bands, mean, does it work out consistently? Yes. Uh, the only exception maybe to that is probably ACDC. No, it's repeat, repeat, repeat. It really yeah. is. But see, that's why eventually it gets, but some, their albums get weaker and weaker and weaker because you're like, But somebody told me a very this. good reason for that. If you really think about how iconic ACDC is, and the way they structure a song, if if their drummer come in with the beat ahead of uh, ahead of the chorus or mm-hmm. underneath it, it wouldn't be an ACDC song. It's known for being right there. There's yeah, where the right. beat is. Here's where the. <laughs> oh, there's that red light again. I think. We, this is why we need an assistant, so I don't have to get up and fucking get beat. <laughs> well, have we put anything out? <laughs> yes, if anybody wants to be our assistant. Beer Wrangler. Yes. BR yeah, beer I like that. Mm-hmm. Beer Wrangler. I like that. And help us out and get us beer so we don't have to step away from the mic. <laughs> we would be greatly appreciated. Because we always can't do this when the wife's here. Right. And even sometimes when the wife's here, she stays inside. Yeah, sometimes she just wants to rest. Yeah. She wants so, to be a part of this nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Which sometimes I'm Maybe I don't blame her. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you probably should. But yeah, yeah no, that's what makes you wonder sometimes. Because like, speaking of the 60s, maybe that's why the Beatles changed. Maybe they foreseen like, well, we can't keep doing what the 50s were and what we did in the beginning. Sure. It's kind of poppy. We kind of want to do this because we wanted to do it in the beginning. And they changed, and they're one of the lucky ones. It worked for them. I, Not every band it works for. Right. Yeah. I, I think they really, I, I actually think it probably worked out better for them. Yeah. As I, they changed or whatever. Their and later, then they broke up or whatever. Their but. later shit's better than the early to me, but there's people that think the opposite too. So. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, you're going to get that, but I, I think it really worked out for them where they changed and it yeah. worked out. And some bands it just doesn't. Like, and some bands don't change. Like you say, ACDC. I think that's why... 
as you start going through their catalog, yeah, there's weak, it just gets weaker because you there, feel like you're listening to the same thing over and over. There is and a over lot of weak again. albums in their catalog, and then, you know, then it goes so long with a weak album, and then, you know, you get something like Black Ice, which is a pretty decent album. Mm-hmm. But you know, th- maybe the three before that were terrible, yeah. or or not as listenable. Or yeah, you know, I don't I hate I hate but, the word and, terrible. And that's my big thing, like with the other band uh, that sometimes we don't talk about as uh, Kiss. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kiss could be. It's kind of like they never really changed. You yeah. know, maybe they have a because you've told me before they have a song out there. I mean, it just having a song here and there that's different than what they do. Okay, good for you, but you really didn't step out of your comfort zone to do something different to do a whole album, right? Like that, you just do one song. Uh, you, yeah, okay, one, whatever. Once you got a, but it's a identifiable sound, like uh, let's take one of your favorite bands. Let's take Slipknot. Mm-hmm. They've done stuff that's different from their norm, mm-hmm. but they still got a very identif- identifiable sound. Yes. So, you know, they don't have an album of country standards out there, for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's yeah. uh, it, what happens with a band like Kiss. They they stretch, they did some things, but they're always going to be Kiss. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, you got to remember, though, their lead singer and the head of the band is a businessman more than a singer now. Right. Oh, yeah, They yeah. became more than that. So to him, it's like, if we change, we're not going to keep keep our band, right. our faith, our, 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 our group. Yeah, our, so our, let's, our uh, fan base. Will yes, fan base. That's, thank you. And so let's, why should we change? Mm-hmm. Let's try a couple songs here and there. If they don't put well, them on an album, if they don't work out, then we yeah. know that that's not what we, we can't do that. Well, they did a whole album, and it's probably you guys may never heard of it, um, it's it's kind of hard to listen to. It's, Kiss albums always have a cover that is very Kiss-like. So there's a song that, or this album that come out is it early early '80s songs from the Elder, and it's like a very weird singer-songwriter-ish kind of album. No hits off of it that I can remember. World Without Heroes, I think, is on that. Was, but, was that who was that actually more by? Uh, who's the main songwriter on the album? Yeah. I, it was still a collaboration. It was still uh, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons that wrote. I, I thought there was one that was more Paul Stanley. Um, I, I don't know the actual cut of, of tracks on that. I know they both appear on it, and I think they had an outside, like they had a uh, Desmond Child had some songs on there. So, but it's uh, it's very weird, and you know, if you ever want to kind of have a laugh, just bring up Kiss, A World Without Heroes, and watch that video. Okay. Yeah, it it's it's not a terrible song. Yeah. But it's very different. Well, to get back on the, you guys have any more albums written down? Uh, to get back on subject, I, I got a couple. Which I mean, we didn't really. I mean, yeah, we we'll still, still talk about music. Subject. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. It's all about music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you should own the Sonics. Here come the Sonics. That's 1965. Oh. Okay. Um, they're an American band, kind of a garage rock type thing, but with uh, kind of uh, revved up guitar hooks, almost like uh, pre-metal type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody had a guitar sound, but these guys were were going through quicker. So I, that's what I wrote down as a, a garage band on steroids. Okay. So, right. you know, and uh, there's a band called The Soft Machine, and they were kind of the beginnings of prog rock, progressive rock. Okay. Uh, experimented around with sounds and shit like that. So uh, I think it's an interesting album, and, you know, and that come out in 68. Okay. And here, I'll do one more. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Looks Like Rain by Mickey Newberry. Okay. So he's a country singer, so I figured I'd throw that in there. <laughs> but he, you know. Which I would not fucking own. Yeah, at first we got Pink Floyd, now we got country Yeah, singer. now we got a country this, shit. This come out in 69, but he was uh, very much of his time, but he had some outlaw leanings. And so the guys after him loved him. Okay. Like, uh... Waylon Jennings, uh, 
Willie Nelson, Chris Christopherson. Actually, uh, Lukenbach, Texas, a song by Waylon Jennings, they actually reference Newberry in oh. the song. Okay. He was that big of an influence on that generation of country musicians coming up, and he influenced them to do their own thing. So okay. that's why I included that album. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All okay. right. Go ahead, Tim. I'm going to add one more. The Beach Boys. Mm. Pet Sounds. Uh, yeah. I've seen that on some of my yeah. lists I looked it, up. Yeah. Probably their biggest selling album, I, I would yeah. think. Yeah. What to be nice is probably their bigger song off of it. Yeah. 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 I got uh, Caroline knows Sloppy Joe B. God only knows. God only knows a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And that was sixty six. I had different bands. I I got a couple of them. It was like another Led Zeppelin, another uh, Beatles, but I, I'll let that go. I did. Nope. We already said that. Okay. That was the only one other I had. That was okay. <laughs> Let me ask you guys something, because I think, some, like I said earlier, I think this is sometimes why I don't get so much into 60 music. Why do you think it changed? Because, like, if you do, like, 50s music, the songs were kind of poppy and short. A lot of the songs were, like, only two, two minutes through, you know, three minutes. Very short songs, almost kind of to, like, the point. They're poppy. But then you get into the 60s. And a lot of these songs by some of these bands are just like, you know, five, six. You got some songs out there that are like 10 to 12 minutes oh, yeah. long. Why do you, why is that? Why did they get so long? Is it the whole, I smoked a whole bunch of weed and took a whole bunch of acid, so I just keep playing? I, is that why? Well, like, I mean, all of it is guitar music. Yeah, I think the it's, guitar music was so much more important. I, than, I think I think well, sometimes that's why yeah. I get. And I don't. I, don't I almost get kind of bored. Anybody that like, comes before okay. you, you want to do something different. So the heroes of of the '50s, these kids that were influenced by that, then started playing instruments. They liked it, but they wanted to do their own thing with it, and that's why you get you get. The 50s rock, the 60s rock, all of a sudden now we got hard rock, then we get heavy metal. Everybody wants to take the next thing and go to the next step with it. Mm -hmm. Speed metal. You know, it's just, oh, they're heavy metal, now we're speed metal. It's that shit. Yeah. I'm going to do one more thing they never did. Yeah. And now there's so much of that out there that there's nowhere to go with it. You kind of got to almost go completely back and start it all over again. Yeah. You know, because yeah, I do think we're to the point now where can music really change? Could there be a, well, now they get so much like, so specific with some music where like, like you just said, well, this is heavy metal, but these are speed metal. And then these are uh soft metal. And then these guys are, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. you, you got a lot of different categories. Subgenres, screamo, death yeah. metal. And, and it's like, but I'm like, well, yeah, I, you got these different categories, but it all sounds the same to yeah. me, you know? I mean, and, and I, I, you know, you saying that, I think I agree with that. Yeah. I think back in the 60s, it started becoming a lot of guitar work. And maybe that's why you get these songs and they're just, they're just working the guitar. They're just playing. Yeah, because they, they just kept recording. They wanna, and They want to take it like, you know, they, you take a guy like, um, uh, who was the guitarist for uh, Presley that everybody used to go crazy over. But these kids were listening to that. And then they took that riff and they took it up the neck a little bit so it's in a different key and sped it up. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, then you get a different sound because it's still what this guy was doing, but mm -hmm. now it's higher pitched and faster. And it just never stops. Once you do that, you know, mm -hmm. it just, it's the evolution of music, but then you hit a wall eventually. And I think that's what we've hit now. I can't tell you any rock bands, current rock bands that are putting music out that's doing anything on the radio yeah you know i mean it, you can't really count like nickelback still cutting albums but i mean it's it's the same stuff they put out for a decade or better yeah they, that, they, not, they're, they're starting to get stagnant yeah. you know like just like oh well you guys are not really changed right i mean and, and just to me and just like i don't mind the change you know, and some people are like, "Oh, well, they're selling because they changed." I'm like, "No, they they changed to, to, to freshen it up." Yeah. I think sometimes people just change it up, and like, "No, let's change it up to freshen it up," because 
you don't want to get into that whole like repeat, 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 right. repeat because it does. It gets. I'm sorry, like I I love ACDC, but over time it's just like no, you guys were just so like. Well, if you like ACDC, what you'd like is the songs you like and nothing else really. Well, yeah. You know you and mm. you, you yeah. Oh shit, Hell's Bells comes on. You're gonna fucking rock out to it because it's it's a standard now. It's not even a song as much as it's a fucking anthem at this point. Yes. So, you know. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. That's how those things kind of go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, what oh, were you no. doing? <laughs> well, we'll just, I think he was so yelling out there. We'll just sit here in silence and wait for yeah, him to get we'll back. Just, because, God forbid, we ended without him, which we're going to. Wait a minute. How about we do this? Do, 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 break. But, yeah, Tim just left us, um, so he doesn't get to do any of his signature stuff. But, um, yeah, I think we'll end it on that. I mean, that was a good episode. Yeah. We talk about music the whole time. Hopefully, I mean, listening land learns some stuff. Well, uh, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes it's good for us to be informative. Yeah. And you brought up some albums I never even heard of. So um, I think it was a good episode. That was, it ended up being good. So um, if you got any 60 rock albums that we should listen to, or you were like, oh, you should have owned this as a kid, or you know, like I said, give it a listen to. Get, email us at drinkabeerandtalkingshit at gmail.com. Or get on our Facebook page, which is Drink a Beer and Talking Shit. Uh, Timmy, you got anything? No, I don't got anything. I just because <laughs> I had to go potty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tim, that's good. No, make sure you hit that like and follow button for us. And uh, Gibby, you got a final thought? Sure. I, I got an ending that's about endings and trying to move forward. Okay. So count the stars in a summer sky that fall without a sound. And then pretend that you can't hear these teardrops coming down. It happens all the time. This crazy love of mine wraps around my heart, refusing to unwind. But tonight I'm going to break away. I'll never be trapped by a faded memory. Good one. I like that. Yeah. Good. So, again, Timmy, you got anything? Oh, no, you don't? Okay. Well. But anyways, um, like I always say, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And we appreciate all of you. And we love you all. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.